Hey, welcome to the uh, Carter Podcast. I'm your host, Carter. And for today's episode, I want to talk about when is it time to see a therapist? Again, I'm going to talk about when is it time to see a therapist? And I believe we all been there. You know, we've been there. We've contemplated in our mind. <laughs> you know, I think I might need to talk to somebody about uh, some of the things I'm going through. I might need some professional help. And, you know, we, we, we run through our mind. I, I, I've done it <laughs> to our mind. Like, hey, is it is it time? You know, do I need to seek out some professional help with some of the things that I'm going through? And that's kind of what this show is uh, going to talk about today. And, and if you're there at that place and you're contemplating that, today's today's episode is going to be just for you. So, right, currently I am a resident in council and I'm actually going for my LPC and I'm close to, I um, should be getting that for the next uh, month or two, meeting all the qualifications uh, for that. Because, I, you know, I passed my uh, my LPC uh, exam, so... So yeah, I'm proud of that. <laughs> and well, maybe want to get into this field because again, like I wanted to uh, help people. I feel like I've, you know, my life experiences, you know, I've been uh, fortunate, and so I definitely want to help people and want to help people, you know, mentally help them deal with their emotional issues that they're dealing with and help them reach their full potential. And that's kind of why I want to get in this particular, you know, field. So early in my career, I worked at an agency in D.C. I was a case manager and I worked for a mental health agency, right? And I worked with clients who had a, a DSM-5 diagnosis. So the diagnosis could be like, hey, an anxiety disorder, a mood disorder. And that could look like a major, major depressive disorder. That could look like <clears throat> bipolar or even something simple as um, adjustment disorder, right? Or even PTSD. So, you know, my role was to assist clients with what we call skill building. And I was, I was instructed, you know, the role of uh, helping a client um, develop a treatment plan and also helping them to develop um, healthy coping skills that they could uh, utilize as opposed to unhealthy coping skills. So it just all kind of boiled down to, you know, coping, helping a client find appropriate coping skills. So, so that's kind of like a little bit of my, my background, right? And so I had this job, and this job I was working in DC, I had this one parent, I will always remember this, <laughs> what this parent said for, for the rest of my life, man. She said, she said that, you know, talk about herself included, she said that, you know, growing up in, in the hood in America, she said all, all black people that grew up in the hood in America, need to see a psychologist you know basically all people that grew up in you know in america in in um inner cities needed to find somebody a professional they could talk to to help them through help them process and help them through some of the things that they've experienced things they've seen and that was some great insight i don't think she never really sought out therapy or followed through with it but she knew that you know some of her behavior some of her thoughts some of her things that she was going through it stemmed back from some of her experiences she's seen in her, um, she's seen in, uh, seen growing up and seen within her neighborhood. And so she's going to make that connection that, hey, you know, some of my current situation or something I'm going through is a direct co- correlation between what I've seen and what I've been through early in, in childhood. And she, I was great insight, but she didn't necessarily, you know, she didn't necessarily follow through with it. But that's kind of, you know, what we want to talk about today. Hey, when is it time? 
you know, for her, you know, she knew it was time, but again, she didn't, you know, she didn't necessarily follow through with it. It doesn't make, make it a bad person, but again, it just kind of means that how she copes and, you know, her experiences with this uh, particular uh, life and some of her, you know, relationships and a lot of stuff that she's going through is going to have a continued challenge again because she never really had the opportunity to properly process some of the things that she dealt with and seen as a, as a, uh, as a youth. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. When is the time? You know, when is the time? And I also believe that, you know, one of the best self-cares is taking care of ourselves. And I believe that, you know, therapy is one of those things. It's a, a great way to do self-care. It's to sometimes see a therapist, man, because again, like, you know, some things that we go through again, it's, it's, it's challenging and hard to process at various times. And it's always good to seek out a professional to help us do that. So, all right, but when is it the time? When is it a good time? So... When it's time to see a therapist, so one of the things to, to look out for is when you're dealing with life adjustments and life adjustments that that could boil down to, you know, dealing with grief. Somebody might have passed away. You might have a new medical condition that you might have been diagnosed with. And, you know, the medical condition could change how you were able to function, you know, even like even change how you able to deal with your emotions. Uh, it may have more physical limitations uh, it could be more life-threatening and so that you know that new diagnosis and stuff mental medical diagnosis can you know affect your emotions and how you feel and your mood and may bring you down so sometimes seeking out a therapist to help transition or even talk about that adjustment that's coming up is good and like i said another one was with um, grief you know going with um, loss you know somebody might pass away and that's kind of something that's you know we all going to experience one day of life is that we're going to pass the transition out of here but you know seeking a, um, somebody out to to speak to speak to you about that and sometimes you know in those situations sometimes you might not necessarily see, need to see a professional therapist right but again it, it's, it kind of depends on the severity of it so sometimes you know you can some people can you know deal with these different habits like experiences and not need a therapist right or not going to speak to a professional uh, therapist in, in the traditional role of a, um, a talk therapist or something, right? And they might just talk to friends or, you know, process it with a pastor. And again, so that doesn't make that person, you know, better than the next person who, who sought out, you know, treatment from a therapist. It doesn't make that particular person, you know, better or nothing like that. No, it just kind of uh, is a more uh, reflection that person's, you know, tolerance level, no ability to deal with uh, uh, uncomfortable emotions. And, you know, again, it doesn't, it's not like a sign of weakness to see, thera see a therapist. So, um, you know, good. So I, I do see the value sometimes that maybe some, some situations and you can just talk to somebody close to you or sometimes in some situations you might see a therapist. So my opinion, when it's time to see a therapist is when it's, it, if it's affecting your current level of functioning to the point where it's affecting your ability to get off of work, right? <clears throat> it's, and then that could look like you know, I had one client who, who was dealing with depression. It was so bad that it was so, it was so debilitating that they couldn't even get up to go to school, right? And so they needed that particular, uh, you know, a therapist, a professional to kind of help them uh, decrease some of those depressive symptoms and to uh, get to the point where he can get up and go to school again, right? You know, sometimes losing somebody, you know, sometimes with uh, grief, you, you have, you have, the symptoms that you show um, can look like depression. So again, that, that you, you know, your difficulty, um, 
occupational, you know, if you are under, if you're in school, you know, and academic, academic, academically it's affecting you, you know, you're not able to concentrate, you know, your grades starting to fall, you know, for work, you can't even, you're not motivated to get up for work, you might start calling off emotionally, you know, you're crying more, uh, you're a lot prolonged sadness, <clears throat> and you might be more uh, angry. And another one could be relationship relationship wise, you, know, you you can't necessarily, you know, you don't want to communicate with your wife or your husband. You know, you're isolating yourself more, you know, you're not necessarily hanging out with your friends like you used to. And again, that's kind of a response to some a, a situation that you could be dealing with. And that's kind of another sign when, when therapy is needed. So therapy is something when, you know, it's becoming severe to the point, you know, when you see a therapist is the situations you're dealing with and your your responses to it, right? It's becoming so it's affecting you so much that's affecting your current level of function. And you're not able to function at the level that you were at before you dealt, before you experienced this traumatic event or this particular episode or this particular life transition or life adjustment that you are facing. Um, another one is um, people, <clears throat> when it's time to seek a therapist is when, uh, you know, we talked about the life, the life adjustments is when you are, you know, under a lot of stress, you know, stress can affect us, um, our health, it can affect us in our blood pressure. Um, it can affect us with uh, our decision making. Um, so you know, when we're a lot more uh, stressed, you know, a lot of times, a lot of economic stress, a lot of <coughs> responsibilities when we have these different roles that we have. You know, being a father, a mother, sister, brother, or provider. Sometimes that could, and you're not able to do it. Sometimes that could be a stressful. That can add on particular stress. Right, and then that stress becomes um, so overwhelming that it get it's to the point where it affecting our current level of functioning, or our self-concept of ourselves. You know, those are different signs. Well, okay, look, man, it might be time for me to see a therapist. Uh, so stress is stress is one. All right, so another one is when <clears throat> you start using what I call um, un, unhealthy coping skills, right? And so it's a it's a good it's a thing as uh, healthy and also as a uh, thing as uh, unhealthy coping skills. So unhealthy coping skills is kind of what I use under the umbrella of self-harm coping skills, right? And self-harm coping skills can look like, <clears throat> it could look like, hey, cutting. You know, some people cut themselves as a way to like relieve stress, but it appears that it is. And, you know, they, their response to that particular emotional uncomfort um, or even frustration or anger is to cut themselves in a way to kind of relieve that particular intensity of the emotion that they're, that they're feeling. And so cutting wants the relief, kind of like the mental relief dissipates, you know, the feelings of another feelings that come along with that with it's like guilt and anger. And then, you know, and then it's kind of like the cycle kind of repeats itself. So, you know, self-harm, you know, cutting yourself, using drugs or alcohol, which is one of those type of things if you're seeing yourself drinking more in response to, you know, stress or frustration or dealing with uh, uncomfortable emotions or dealing with, you know, death or loss, you know, kind of being mindful of that stuff. Okay, look, man, I'm dealing, I might be drinking a little bit too much now. <laughs> I'm starting to use a little bit too much, uh, you know, uh, drugs or even, you know, painkillers. So just kind of being mindful of that stuff. Okay, so I am med self-medicating myself where I'm not necessarily dealing with the emotions and I'm using the drugs and the alcohols to cope with it. Um, let me go out and get uh, some professional help because again situations like that you know it's only going to get even more worse if you continue to use these particular substances or these particular ways to to cope 
And again, it's not a sign of weakness, you know, it's just kind of a sign of, of the fact that, hey, what I'm, the emotional uh, stress I'm going through, uncomfortableness I'm going through, it's so debilitating that, okay, I was starting to use unhealthy ways to cope with it. Now I need to learn cope new ways, healthy ways to cope with it. And one of those ways is to, to go be able to go to a therapist and to um, talk about some of the issues I'm going through. So again, we're talking about healthy ways to, when is the time to to go see a therapist, right? And so when you start using those unhealthy coping skills, man, that's a, that's a major uh, sign to go see a therapist. And again, you know, seeing a therapist, again, is not a sign of weakness and not a sign that, you know, that you're weak or mentally weak. No, it's just a sign that you are looking at an alternative way to take care of yourself, to practice self-care because you, you know, because you love yourself and you're definitely worth it, right? And that's kind of looking at it from that particular perspective. Right. And mental health and even like, you know, therapy, but mental health in itself is kind of like any other type of, you know, physical disease. Like if you have diabetes, you'll take your medication and you'll diet. Same thing with this, you know, mental health and, and, and seeing a therapist, you know, you'll talk about your therapy, you'll talk about some issues and they'll help you to process what you're going through. Uh, give you more insight and more self-awareness and help you better cope with it. So most importantly, man, we, if you start using these kind of unhealthy coping skills, kind of being mindful of that stuff, you know, being honest with yourself, you know, because it's not a sound of weakness that you're using them. It's just kind of like, you know, you're, what you're going through is becoming too much for you. For you don't like your, like for your system to deal with and you start to use unhealthy ways. But the quicker you're able to, you know, be honest with yourself and identify them, and get the help before it becomes a major another problem for you. Um, and then that's key, you know, starting as soon as you see those different things and getting self harm to cope with things, you know, drinking, um, use, uh, using drugs, or even like the self harm, like cutting yourself. Being honest, trying to get the help right away is so, you know, so key. All right. So, another one, this last one is kind of like, you know, difficulties dealing with uh, emotions. So a lot of times some people have, might have anger issues and the anger can stem from, you know, maybe upbringings or whatever, you know, it's a lot of things where anger can stem from. It could be stress, uh, but you know, the emotions are becoming uncontrollable. Another one could be, you know, prolonged sadness. Uh, sometimes we, we're sad because of situations we've been through or what we might've lost <clears throat> or who we might've lost, you know, when it's becoming, like I said, debilitating to the point where, you know, we can't, you know, we want to isolate ourselves or we want to, um, you know, not, um, you know, not socialize with people. We don't want to be around uh, friends or even like start going to work. That's kind of when, you know, the, you know, that particular sadness sometimes is to the point where, okay, we might, it's time to see a therapist and, you know, talk to somebody about this particular thing that I'm going through. Right. And another thing, another thing that's key is that what is time to see a therapist is when, you know, we've been through different traumatic events in the childhood. You know, I correlated back to the story I told you about when earlier when I had dealt with a parent who said that, hey, you know, some of my um, childhood upbringing, the things that I've seen within the uh, environments that I'm from, it still affects me to this day. And so, you know, sometimes that's another, uh, another key as well is, when we have been through traumatic events, when we've seen stuff like maybe somebody murdered, you know, that's kind of, you know, can be kind of extreme. Or maybe we had a parent that could be using drugs, alcohol, and we weren't necessarily got the proper parental guidance that we need. We, we didn't necessarily see 
a mother could have been inconsistent in our lives or a father could have been inconsistent in our lives. And then it's still affecting us um, in relationships and finding, um, and properly finding a, a bond with our particular partner, or even uh, properly attaching to our particular partner. And then we bring it to our entire marriages and stuff, man. So just kind of being, you know, mindful of, okay, sometimes if, even if, you know, seeing traumatic events, you know, you might be successful now and, you know, you might have been through different things like, you know, it could be child abuse, sexual abuse, whatever, physical abuse. Uh, sometimes, you know, even seeing some a therapist to talk about some of those things, at least to get it off, you know, vent about it and get to be able to talk to somebody about it as opposed to holding it in uh, is, is another thing that's beneficial too. Because even like you go to, this is for people that's married, so you might go to couples counseling and they'll actually talk about that. They'll actually talk about some of your upbringing. They'll even talk about how do you, deal with anger and how you communicate do you guys know that you know the way that we communicate and the way we deal with anger is what we saw from our particular caregivers <clears throat> say that again the way that you deal with anger the way that you communicate is what you saw from your your caretakers or <clears throat> your parents and so do those formative through, through those formative years and i'm talking about something um in another podcast called um talking about emotional self-harm we'll talk about we'll talk about that in another podcast another uh, episode so you know just kind of being mindful some of the events that we've been through that we that we've um, seen in our early childhood experience sometimes can still be affecting us to this day so sometimes you know seeing a therapist it's it's an it's individual basis but <clears throat> it's one that you know the individual has to decision the individual has to make but it's di- like i said different signs and it's different symptoms and different things to look out for and again, like I said before, the, the the core of it is how is it affecting in my current level of function? And you have to be honest with yourself. Okay, look, could it be the reason why I don't want to go to work? You know, my stomach's starting to hurt, or you know, I don't want to be around people. I want to isolate myself. Could it be because of an emotion, an experience that I dealt dealt with in the past, or some something that ha- happened to me that I haven't dealt with, or you know, because of a, a response to an um, an event that happened, you know, this is affecting me to the point where it's debilitating me. It's not allowing me to be the best self I can be. And it's affecting me occupationally. It's affecting me emotionally. It's affecting me within my um, <clears throat> within my relationships. You know, when, it, when it's getting to that point, it's becoming debilitating to that point. It's, you know, that's kind of when it's time you know, to see a therapist. And then and another one is like the red flags of, you know, you're using those self-harm, um, self-harming um, coping skills like I said whether you're you know cutting up to the extreme you use alcohol or even using drugs to kind of self-medicate to deal with or get your mind off of uh, <laughs> some of the things you're dealing with and that's kind of when it's time like okay look man I, I don't want to keep using these, these particular ways of uh, coping with what I'm going through because what happens when, people, when you're doing those type of uh, unhealthy coping skills drinking alcohol and uh, using substances or even cutting yourself or and that uses that self-talk. You're not necessarily really dealing with what you're going through, and what it all it does is kind of like a cycle, in a circle, right? And it's only bringing on more problems and also more frustration. All right. So being honest, also talking to people who can point it out to you that you might need to see a therapist is one is one way. Um, is another sign as well. And and just leave you just leave um, as we wrap up. Just kind of leave with you know just kind of being able to be honest with yourself. You know. Seeking out therapy, seeking out help is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of care. Until next time, peace.